We have got to do our own investigation. I think it's time for a chewing the fat investigation. I'm really baffled that almost every day a new story pops up of the dangers of plastic. Yesterday, I have the story. Scientists find 414 million pieces of plastic debris on remote islands. Then we have stories of scientists as they gut open a whale. They find plastic in its stomach, and that's what killed the whale. So we found garbage island? We have not found garbage island. And I think that's the deal, right? I think that we debunked garbage island. So they're now blasting us with, okay, so you don't believe in Garbage Island and there's no such thing, but plastic is killing us. More cities and states are banning plastic. More cities and states are saying how bad and evil plastic is. And now every story is finding something evil with plastic. I think when we do our own investigation, we'll go into it with open eyes. If it's true, it's true. If it comes out that it's true, we'll say, hey, you know what? It's right. These horrible remote islands are full of plastic and whales are eating plastic and dying by the thousands. You know, a couple. But. I think it's ridiculous. There's no way. I'm sorry. There's just no way that we've got this much plastic showing up at this time. It's funny how that happened. Could be just me. Hey, wait, what? Was this? Oh, I just did the study. Welcome to Chewing the Fat Investigates. Today we investigate the horrors of plastic being found around the world. That's as much as we've got produced so far. story out of illinois now you know we're big fans of zoos here at uh, at chewing the fat i love zoos i'm all about zoos that's if you can if you have to, if you're able to donate to keep zoos alive donate and do whatever you can for them and we should do, be doing uh you know special events at zoos all over america in illinois a zoo had to put down a flamingo i know you think to yourself wait why is it why is that a big deal because this is something that i would have done as a kid apparently there was a little kid at the this illinois zoo and he throws a rock at the flamingo who knows why the kid threw the rock at the flamingo if you've been to zoos you see flamingos sometimes in their zoo habitat and they're not moving they've got their head stuck in their in their wings and they're just standing there on one leg and you're like is it dead is it, are they alive what's going on so I'm sure the kid was like, I can get this thing to move. And he picks up a rock and rifles it at the at the flamingo. And uh, it moved all right. It broke its leg. 
Right? I know. Don't look at me like that. I didn't say I, didn't say I did it. I said I could see myself doing it. And this poor flamingo standing on one leg then falls to the ground beak in the dirt one leg not broken but stuck inside the other leg broken now ouch you ain't lying ouch big time (laughs) the flamingo had one leg broken ouch so they can't fix it, I guess, right? I mean, I, with the flamingo, I know it's a zoo, right? The doctors, you think they can't tape it up? They can't give them a... Did like, it snap we off? See, we see stupid videos all the time of people putting robotic legs on their dogs and cats and running around and dogs pulling around with two front legs and no back legs and they're dragging their hind end around and we love them and they're so cute. They can't fix the flamingo. The flamingo can't hop around on one leg or give them a... Give give him a cane's leg or something? Well, I guess not. I guess not. So they had to had to put him down. Sad. Now the zoo said it's working with the student's family to make sure this is a learning experience, which means the kid's going to be working at the zoo shoveling animal poop for the next ten years, which you know is not a bad thing. Good for him. But I, these are. I mean, there's plenty of flamingos. It's not like they're an. I'm not saying we should put down all these flamingos, but this is special, uh, you know, special flamingos. This is the greater flamingos. They're found in the Middle East, Turkey, Afghanistan. Who knew? They're in West Africa, South America, throughout Europe. I mean, they're everywhere. One flamingo drops in Illinois. We're worried about it. But I guess they, uh, they're hunted. And they, they like their eggs, and they, they capture their eggs for profit. Really? Are they like dragon eggs? You get flamingo eggs? They live up to 30 years. And some of them are, get really old. They, I mean, for, for flamingos, they're like 60 years old. So uh, it's a sad thing. And just remember when you take the kids to the zoo, no rock throwing, man. Don't be throwing rocks at the animals. I would like to know why we can't fix the flamingo legs, though. We need to get a we need to get a zoo doc on, and tell me why a broken leg on a flamingo means you got to put it down. I get the horses. I say no. I don't know. Some horses we have to put down too with broken legs, right? Animals break legs. You got to put them down. I mean, it kind of goes. Humans are that way too. No, I well, they put you put yourself down, right? You break a leg as a human. You don't. You're not long. <laughs> Yeah, you break a leg as a human, you're not long for the world. So, I mean, well, that's where we're at now, right? Oh, did Grandma break a leg? <laughs> loved her, though. We loved her. We're going to use it as a learning experience. Sad. More animal news. Uh, well, insect, bug news. So, a couple uh, heard this buzzing in their bedroom. And you know, whenever you whenever you hear buzzing in, in any kind of room in your house, man, it is a problem. Unless you're the one buzzed. Thank you. Thank you. Unless you're the one buzzed. Thank you. Be here all week. So <laughs> they find they find a bee. I have like eighty thousand bees in their bedroom. Amazing. I mean, it was in the wall, eighty thousand bees. How does that happen? It was so big. I mean, it had to been there for a long time, right? An 80,000 beehive in a wall just doesn't happen. That builds up over time. So you've had to have seen 
bees flying around your house, coming in out of a section of your house somewhere throughout the time. Don't you walk around your house once in a while and take a look? You're sitting out back and you see extra bees flying around. You're like, how come there's so many bees flying around? You don't walk around, try to find where their hive is, something. But, you know, you're laying there at night and... Is that your alarm going off? Sounds like it's coming from the wall. 80,000 bees in your beehive. Okay. I mean, that's in your bedroom. Now, this is where they called people in and they got rid of it, which is which is good. And they, they brought in their beehive relocation expert. That's a good gig right there. The beehive relocation expert. You know what my beehive relocation expert is? where's my you know what my beehive relocation expert is thank you with that burn the house down yeah but the bees are gone too Why wasn't I notified? Uh, the United States Postal Service is now uh, going to start using uh, semis, uh, driverless, driverless cars. Now, they're not going to be driverless for a while. They're still going to have an engineer and a driver sit back and see if it can go between Phoenix and Dallas. We're going to talk to an attorney sometime soon about uh, what the outcome could possibly be when we have more and more companies going to automation as far as out on the roads and i've got some thoughts on that myself but as i'm reading this story about the you know the usps and you know i'm a i'm a fan i always wanted to be the you know i always wanted to be the head in charge of the postal service and i'm more than willing to be in charge again you know i I was going to be the postmaster general and then i found out no the postmaster general is just a do boy to the board so i just want to be a board member Are you the postmaster general? Sit down. We've got we've got some duties for you to do. Okay, sit down. We had a little board meeting going on. So in this story, it talks about how they deliver all their mail. All right, they move four hundred and eighty-four point eight million pieces of mail every day. Right? Although you'd think that it would be, but they lose money every year. I mean, they need me. How? They need me on the board. How do they this lose is, money? This is how they lose money in this story. In rural Alaska, postal workers run hovercraft, prop planes, occasional parachute to deliver mail? What? Come on. Why is there saying no near they snow? They pilot boats in Louisiana, Bayou, snowmobiles in Colorado, Minnesota, Montana, Utah, and Wisconsin. They're getting snowmobiles to reach the Havasupia. Indian Sorry? reservation, the Havasupia. We got to see if that's right. Look bless that you. Up. I feel like I need Look to say bless up. you. We're gonna. I know. We got to make sure that we're saying that right. But we got to have a computer on that. We have a computer. Yeah, we do. So because we have that computer, uh, Havasupia Indian Reservation. Havasupai. Oh, that's darn near close. <laughs> Is it? It's right there. It's right there. Havasupai. Havasupai. Have a soup. I've never had a soup pie before. Do you have ice cream on that? Or? The. 
<laughs> Those are PD rim shots, by the way. What's that? Have a soup pie. I've never had a soup pie before. <laughs> you have ice cream with that? Thank you. <laughs> I'm on fire today. I'm just on fire today. Have a soup pie. Thank you. We're burning down the house, all right. So the have a soup pie. Have a soup. Have a soup pie. Thank you. Indian reservation. In the town of Supai. So the Have a Supai. Indian Reservation, the town is pie. the Have a Supai. No, just Supai. The town isn't Have a Supai. Although Pie. Although you can probably stop in for a little enough money and have get yourself a Supai. No, you don't would you like to have a Supai? Cost you money. Thank you. But the no, it's just Supai is the name of the city. Supai. Yeah, that's the name of the name of the town. It's at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. So the, so the have a Supai Indian Reservation and the town of Supai is at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. We deliver mail to them. This is how we got here. We're still talking about delivering mail. I was we just wondering why mail did we get to them here by mule train. What's a mule train? If you. If you get your mail delivered by a mule train, no, in seriously, 2000, train? stop, just stop, because I've already I've already made all kinds of jokes about having a soup pie and and you know how many, <laughs> you know I'd like to have a so soup this is a mule and, powered by trains. Yeah, it's, it used to be, it's not, not horsepower. You know, cars run on horsepower. Yes. Yeah, uh, these are special uh, special Grand Canyon automobiles run on mule power, mule trains. Now they're mule. <laughs> So is it a train or is it a mule? It's a train of mules. Is it like a pack of wolf? Is that what what it is? Oh, okay. Okay. So (laughs) are are you kidding me now? Here's an idea. Maybe we have the... Have a soup pie. Indian people. I don't know come up to the top of the grand canyon we put their mailbox at the top of the grand canyon can we just airdrop it and just drop it okay i mean i don't even want to do that i want to put you know people put their mailboxes like at the end of their ranch yeah know, so my the in-laws of, yeah right so you go and you got to walk down or you got to drive Oof. down or you got to go down pick it up you get a big mailbox in case a package comes and then you you know some days you look out and go Oof, not today and so you don't, I mean, you have, maybe you travel to the post office, but they deliver to the box at the end of the road. You know what? Dear Supai town and all the, all the have a people living in the town, your mailbox is at the top of the canyon. We're delivering everything there for you. Okay. If you want to hop on a mule and ride up and get your mail, go ahead, but we're not paying for it. We're not doing it. Sorry. Mules go up rocks? I thought like a sheep could go up rocks. And so the mules. mules. Yeah, if you ride, you could take the mules down in the Grand Canyon. Have you not been to the Grand So now, I'm stopping now because I'm going to get myself angry with you because we I've already covered this with you and I'm going to make myself angry again. But yeah, you can ride mules down in the Grand Canyon. That's how you get to the bottom of people. If you're, if you're not one of the people that look over the ledge and fall, try to take a selfie every year. And if you fall, do you land on a have a soup pie person? <laughs> so I say put a big mailbox at the top. 
for all you know there can't be how big how big is the tie yeah how big is that town can't be that big i mean i don't know how many have a google it you have a computer in front of you it doesn't work that's broken how do you spell the town well it's it's the have i it's the have a supai indian reservation it's have a it's have a supi it's have a supi indian reservation down there at the bottom of the canyon why just put the mail on a mule we'll drive it down to you mule train isn't that a isn't that a soap too used to be the borax mule team used to be a soap never mind i don't know that's another how many people how many people as of 2010 um 639 people okay you're we're not paying no we're not paying for mules to come down with your mail no and what are we sending them ads for the coals Right, is it Coles? Yeah, there's a Coles that's in Supai. Oh, right that Coles. I think like actual coal. That's what they sell at Coles at the for the Supai Reservation. Yeah, I mean, I'm guessing there probably isn't. That's one place in America where there isn't a Walmart. And I don't know that. Maybe there is. Maybe there is a Walmart at the bottom of the Grand Canyon. Bless their hearts, if there is. I, I mean, if you if you come to the maybe that's why you're trying to take a selfie. At the edge of the Grand Canyon, because you want to get the Walmart sign in the back. Yes. By the way, they're being restricted to 518 acres and five miles wide and 12 miles long. Wow. I think my in-laws own more than that. They got to be pissed, right? I mean, that's... Do they really need the mail? It's called email. Right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the internet gets blocked in the canyon. Can't get Wi-Fi. Tell you what we'll do. Tell you what we'll do. We'll save, and with this will save us money. We'll put a mailbox or mailboxes up at the top of the canyon, and then we'll put a Wi-Fi tower up there for you. So so you get emailed down at the bottom of the canyon. And uh, and then then you got to come up to the top to get your mail. So if you visit Supai, here's your amenities. Cafe, post office. Okay. Yeah, they got a post office because they're mule training the mail in. That's closing down. That's shutting down. Or the Supai people can pay to have some guy ride up back and forth up and down the canyon and deliver mail. But it ain't happening from the U.S. Postal Service. The Postal Service is delivering to your box at the top of the canyon. I mean, you're welcome. Now we're done with the postal service. We'll talk to the guy next week about the robot trucks running around delivering. That's what we went there, didn't we? <laughs> yes. Congratulations to the great state of Washington as well. Uh, they became the first state to legalize human composting. Yay! What is that? It's. A, I mean, are you just asking these questions out of the blue, just to you know, you're like, really, whales eat plastic? Really, I knew whales eat plastic. By Indians are. I mean, no, it still means like dead bodies are now yes. on the ground. Y- yes, they just leave them laying there, and pretty soon they'll turn into dirt. You put them out back behind the shed. With uh, you know you 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 have a, with your banana peels and your food compost and all the stuff you throw away, you put them out behind the shed and you throw grandma out back there on the hill too. And sooner or later, it's that before or after she breaks turns her leg. into compost and then you just you know you use it to fertilize the garden. 
So it's just, you know, you're just rehashing everything. It's just recycling it all. It's uh, the natural, what is that, you ask? Wow. It's the natural organic method of burying human remains in dirt. Duh. This is what I said at the beginning. So uh, (laughs) what they do is they mix your body with wood chips and straw. And then in a few weeks, you're into dirt. A few weeks, you've turned into dirt. Now, I'm guessing, this is the thought, it doesn't smell that good. Maybe the wood chips and the, the straw soak it up a little bit. Put some essential oils. Maybe. Maybe. Now you're up in the cost. We're, we're, gonna knock the, we're trying to knock the cost down. Well, that's a, your new idea, right? So it gives me, thank you. It gives meaning now to the use of what happens to our bodies after death, which, look, we've talked about it before. Um, in, remember last year in Dallas, they yep. mixed the idea of liquefying the bodies, right? They had Homeless people. Or people, or they're not only homeless, but yes, that was their big focus. But it was people who were left in the morning. Right. And I mean, they're spending all kinds of money on this. And they're saying, look, um, then the, the school would take some of them. The, the University of Texas Southwest took some of the bodies for their for studies. And then the other ones, like if you weigh, if you're, you know, 600 pounds. So fat. If you're similar to some people on the planet that weigh a lot, you're left there. They're not taking you. Left where? The school's not taking you. You're just left on the floor in the in The, the compost area? <laughs> so uh, they're, saying, they're saying they don't want to cremate them and they, they turn them into liquids, liquefy stuff. And remember, because they talked about how if they liquefy the bodies, then they could just put it in the sewer. Yeah, and then it could be, and then we, our idea and the was bones were getting chopped up, and they were getting thrown into the gardens. And then our idea was making Thank an attraction. You. Yes, the liquefied human well. Yes, That's where we put them. I remember that like it was well, yesterday. Thank you. Yes. So, at least in Washington, they're trying to step up the game a little bit and saying that they can use, you know, it's it's more environmentally friendly than cremation or burials. So that's good. And listen recomposition gently converts human remains into soil so that we can nourish new life after we die i mean that's tough for me to argue against that it's tough for me to argue against that i'm sure there's plenty of people (laughs) that are going to be upset about it but good for washington and i hope it saves them some money all right, let's go to the break room. I need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. And we have got some news that we have to talk about today. Has to happen here on Chewing the Fat. But I have to drink Coca-Cola Zero Sugar before I even get to it. I'll tell you that. Oh, my gosh, it's so good. Okay. I realize that this podcast went a little overboard. And, and I know that we went a little overboard with uh, with our with our coverage of the royal baby birth, and we went deep. I mean, we went deep inside the royal family. But here's to the find thing. out what was going on. Nobody else did no that. No one else did it. Nobody. No one else. else you got it. that news here, all right? Because we wanted you to be and aware of what's going on. And yes. we did not get all censored. The theories. And we did not get censored because we we did it right. So, and I know, and I've been I've been backing off a little bit because the royals, you know, wanted a little privacy and they want to be with their little baby. And oh I wait, got it. is that what we backed off? Yeah. Okay. But I can't anymore. After after this news happened, we've got to tell you a little bit of, some more of what's going on behind the scenes at Windsor. 
So, we know that the queen is really not happy with Meghan. She screwed up by okay in the wedding to Harry because she's, you know, just not the right person to be part of the royals. But the queen let Harry get what he wanted because it's her grandson and he's had a tough life with the mom and the dad. Yeah, come on. He has horse face as a stepmother. So, the uh, uh, now... We know that Charles is next in line to be king, but Charles is in his 70s. He's not going to last. I mean, I, I'm guessing Queen Elizabeth probably figures she's going to live longer than Charles. I think so. All right. And we also talked about even if that doesn't happen, if the queen dies and Charles becomes king, as soon as he becomes king, he should then say, hey, I finally made it to being a king, but I need to give it to my son who's going to rule longer and let him be king and I'm going to step down. I'm going to retire. So, uh, give no problem because Harry's not going to be king. Meghan's not going to be queen, right? It's it's Kate. Kate's not going to be queen. All right. William's going to be king, but Kate's not going to be queen. All right, that's not going to be your title. She's she stupid, can't but be. Okay. She can't. Anyway, I know, but she can't be. So, uh, so at some point, William's going to be king. Whether he has to wait for grandma and dad to to die but that will happen before he dies absolutely Easy, unless something horrific happens no problem which that's not gonna happen which will go to his son he'll go to william's not son gonna happen. right so or right. now kate has been gradually getting all this stuff we've told you a little stuff that the queen has been giving her let her do to wear, let her wear this that, she that could wear she, anything that the queen because because megan asked about it and she gets no. her hand slapped. No. No, no. It's right. No, for uh, you. We know that from the Windsor no. Whisperer that we have. We know that for a fact. Right? I mean, we we know that, hey, uh, Grandma, can I? No, not touchy. Yeah. Not touchy. No. So now we get this news that she's Kate has been given some more stuff from the Queen. All right, go ahead. The headline is, Queen Elizabeth II just gave Kate Middleton Dame Grand Cross insignia. Here's what that means. Okay. Queen Elizabeth II made Catherine, Duchess of Cambridge, a Dame Grand Cross of the Royal Victorian Order, which is the highest title of its kind. Nice. This You want to talk about uh, uh, just another way to slap Megan down a little bit. Look, at she's, gonna, she's not going to be queen, but she's going to have all of this. All right, and her hubby's going to be king. I mean, I know you're in love with Harry and everything, and I probably shouldn't let you marry him, but he's never going to be king. All right? So, so now this title comes with some perks that Megan is going to be so pissed. They get their own church. They get their own hotel. Get their own church. They get the, like it's verily you're inside of the circle. Amazing. So now William and Kate gets to go to the little separate church. Yes, the right? chapel. Yes, and can Harry? Harry gets to go. Harry right? can't go because he's part of the Knights Order. So he's part of her. You know, yeah, because Harry's got to be. They can't, yes. they can't yeah. knock Harry out. I mean, he's in charge of the knights. He's still the grandson. He's, I mean, he's still the guy. But she right? can't go, though. But Megan can't go. Ow! That 
hurts, man. Ouch. You aren't lying. Uh, listen, I got my grandma called and uh, wants me to wants me to run over. I gotta I gotta run over. I gotta meet them at the chapel before we go Can out I go? tonight. Uh, I mean, do you want to wait outside while I'm inside? You want to no, wait? No, no, no. I want to go inside. I yeah, want to go inside. No, I can, I can leave you. I can leave you in the carriage with the workers if, if you if you want to. But I mean, you can't come in. No, but I want to go inside. Yeah, no. Kate can go inside. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna be us. Yeah, but Kate can go. I know. It's just gonna be us. So it's gonna be Grandma and Grandpa and Kate, and William and me. That's it. You know, and their kids and stuff. You could just watch the kid out back until I get it. Until I get done. I mean, amazing, right? This is a serious slap in her face hard. The queen, man, she's not messing around. We'll be inside with the Windsor, I can't even say it right. We'll be inside with the Windsor Whisperer at another time on Chewing the Fat. Every summer, Mercury One, in uh, collaboration with Wall Builders, uh, you may know Wall Builders, you know, David Barton, uh, opens the doors for uh, emerging leaders for its leadership training program. And it is, uh, it's really amazing. It's a LTP program, life changing for whoa, whoa, these kids. what you call me? LTP. I don't like that. That's you and me, bro. L- LTP. And you know me. LTP. And you know me. Uh, it will literally change the way you think and, and the way that speaking. you act. You, one of the days, mean you're speaking. Of course we are. Why wouldn't I? I mean, that's on my schedule already. Yeah, it should be on your schedule. I, mean, it's I confirmed it's already it there. with them. You did? Yes. Me and you will be speaking. I mean, you, I know Pat, Stu, and I have gone over there and talked a couple of times. We've had a lot of fun with them. Yes. And uh, I mean, now I've got, I'm stuck with you. Yes. Well, my partner is no longer here, so it's me your and you. partner? Did I she used to, leave you? I thought you yes. got married. No, I'm talking about uh, Doc Thompson. I used to do it with Doc. So now it's me and you. Oh, nobody can replace Doc. Apply to join this elite group of students for Mercury One's LTP. You know me. Now taking applications. Spots are limited. It's only offered once a year uh, for ages 18 to 25. I, I actually would. Uh, I actually, I'm just reading what it says here on their little commercial thing. I need to thing. talk to them because I, I thought it was two, two I sessions. I thought it was two. It's two sessions a I year. Thought, originally, I thought it was two, two, but I thought it was two, 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 two. Two, two. Do you remember, I, there used to be a radio show out of Miami, Florida. Here we go. We just forgot Rick about- Rick and Suds. We just- And they used to have this bit about Tutu. And Tutu was Tutu, the Rick's one that you wear? dog. Rick uh, from Rick and Suds. It was his dog. But it was all kinds of, uh, the joke was, Tutu, what kind of name is that for a dog? And uh, people would call. There was one guy that used to call all the time and he would set up this whole long story on the radio show and uh i'm sure it was you know already set up to do it wasn't for real but it was hilarious because the guy would call and he would talk about the military or whatever it was and he'd go to this long story and then he would say the end of the story would be you know and then they they used to name the 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 jeep that they had of the military tutu tutu what kind of name is that for a dog and that would be the (laughs) man rick and suds that was a pretty funny show. Are they still on? Afternoons on WIOD. I don't think so. I don't think so. I saw one of your friends pass away from WFLA. Uh, no, WDAE. Oh, WDAE. Yeah. Sorry. I saw. Uh, well, I saw WFAA that tweeted, right? It was Yes. Them? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Steve Dumig, uh, the big dog. I, 
I knew Steve. Steve and I worked together uh, at the first sports station in the country, really, in, really? Out of Tampa, WFNS 910. How many years ago? A couple hundred. A couple, a couple hundred. That's what I thought. It was a hundred years ago. Sports has been known for a while. And then, uh, and then we worked together, and then he came over to WDAE. Uh, I was, when, he, when DAE first started, I was working for another company, and then I came on to work with J-Corps and, and whatever. I worked with Steve along, so we were in the same building working together for a year. I love Steve. He and I had a really, really good relationship. Very sad to see that he passed away. And that's uh, mercuryone.org slash LTP. You could get more stories like that from Jeff Fisher because he'll be one of the speaker. That's mercuryone.org slash LTP. Speaking of Florida, I was very happy to see that five Florida cities are among the uh, top most affordable downtowns to live in the u.s now the cities in florida uh no melbourne florida well i like melbourne uh, i really like hit melbourne. number six on the list of the top downtowns five. to live uh what's that you said five why are we going number six no i said five florida cities are among the most affordable downtowns oh, so to this live is not, in the u.s so this is not a top five this the is top list, six. There was the list is actually thirty. Out of how many cities? Downtowns. Ooh, okay. nice. Florida got five of the thirty. Nice. Melbourne. And at number six. Yeah, Melbourne came in at number six on the list, okay? Of the top downtowns. Uh Ocala, Florida came in at number Ooh, ten retirement. on the list of thirty. Retirement city. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of horses too. I mean, yeah, that's, that's what I'm good. saying. Retirement hell is good. Plus, they've got a, they've got a. Uh, yes, they do. They've got a, a water park there. They do. I know. We talked about it in the show. I I was at that water park uh, once in my life. Uh, my friend used to live outside of Ocala, and uh, this particular water park is a water park that I've seen. Uh, I saw more man breasts at this water park than I've ever seen in my entire life anywhere else. It was. It was a fascinating day at the Ocala Water Park. Uh, coming in at uh, number 11 on the list of 30. Wait, what happened to 5, 4, no, these are the, 1? No, I'm not doing it that. We're just, I'm telling you the five Florida cities on the list. Then we're going to go to the top 30. I'll tell you the other cities. These are the Florida cities. Okay, sorry. Because I'm, I'm taking These are up. the top five Florida cities. Okay, I get it. Jeez, calm down. Bradenton, Florida. Where is that? It's number 11. Just south of Tampa on the west coast. Tampa, Sarasota, Bradenton. Sarasota, Bradenton area. It's right there on the west coast of Florida. Uh, Coming in at uh, 19 on the list of 30, but still in the top five of of Florida cities in the top 30. Orlando, downtown. (laughs) I know. I know. I know. What are the qualifications for this? Uh, Median home price, $350,000. Median I'm rent, sorry. Median home prices are three hundred fifty thousand in downtown Orlando. Wow. Uh, in the city limits, median rent is sixteen hundred bucks. Oh, that's not bad. Uh, cost of utilities one hundred thirty one bucks a month. Monthly public transportation fifty bucks. Really? Mm-hmm. I find that hard mm-hmm. to believe. I mean, maybe if you want to wait around in a hundred degree exactly. weather for a bus to show up, you might get away with fifty bucks a month. 
Because Uber will take you more than 50. And West Palm Beach, Florida. I like West Palm Beach. Uh, is yes. number 21 out of the 30 in Florida. Well, weird that West Palm Beach the is downtown. on the east side of Florida. Yeah. It's very weird. And well, so West? is Melbourne. Melbourne, Ocala's in the middle. Yeah. And Orlando's, Orlando's in the middle. Orlando's in the middle. Yeah. That's, that's weird how they do yeah. that. The top 30, though, most affordable downtowns in the country. Number 30. I'm not going to do all of them. Really? I was going to say. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to do all of them. No, I'm not going to do all of them. I just want to let you know the top and the back of the list. Oh, okay, got it. Number 30, Peoria, Arizona. And man, when you think of a city you want to live in the downtown. Uh, Yeah, Peoria. What's the first? Peoria. Peoria. Yeah, Peoria. That's what I said. Yeah, and that's what I said. Arizona. I mean, that's that's the first city that pops into your mind. All the top 30. You think, man, you know, that's where we should move. That's what you That's vacation, not move, move, just vacation. Then you have one in uh, Richmond, Virginia, Chandler, Arizona. Maybe I will do all 30. Colorado Springs, San Antonio, Milwaukee. No, thank you. Durham, North Carolina, eh, Fort Collins, Colorado, Memphis, Tennessee, West Palm Beach, San Luis, Las Vegas, Orlando, Huntsville, Alabama. No, thank you. No. I mean, Alabama, is, I will say, Alabama is prettier than you think. Is that where you take the last train? No. No, the last train takes you to Clarksville. And that's not in Alabama. But uh, I've, the last time I was in Alabama, well, that I stayed. I mean, I've cut through Alabama a few times. But uh, when I stayed there, my son was being recruited. Uh, so that was 100 years ago. He was being recruited by Auburn University. And we stayed We stayed outside of Auburn. And uh, what's the damn city that Auburn University is in? Auburn? No. It, it is Auburn, but the city that it's in is something else. Opelaka. It's Opelika, Opelaka, something like that, Alabama. And Opelika. Anyway, that best Outback Steakhouse in the country in Opelika, Alabama. Of course. Best steak, best Outback Steakhouse in the country. Just letting you know. Downtown Houston is on what? the list. What? Where? Stop it. What number? 17th. Ooh. No. No. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. No. Tulsa, Oklahoma. No. Asheville, North Carolina should be higher. 15. I could live. Uh, downtown Asheville is beautiful what is it asheville what? asheville north carolina i love the carolina asheville is gorgeous i could like I, I could south live carolina there. better than north uh, that north carolina asheville is gorgeous we i spent i spent some time there it's really pretty uh raleigh north carolina columbia south carolina columbia south carolina no thank you no it's hot it's hot uh, and hot and, and muggy they have the biggest cockroaches in the country i know we talked about it uh, yes, I, when the, i saw the yes, hotel i had a cockroach hotel. crawl yes. across me in columbia south carolina no thank you yeah, thank you. Uh, and it's a dead puppy now, I'll tell you that. Wait, you killed the puppy? Eugene, Oregon. No, that's Eugene. On the East Coast, no, it's cold, it's wintry. West Coast? No. Oof. Not East Coast, West Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if, yeah. Bradenton, Florida, yeah, Ocala, yeah. Little Rock, Arkansas. Eh. Yeah. Eh, Arkansas is pretty, but. The only but, pretty part is where you could get uh, the bathhouses. That's the only pretty part. And I've been to them. Modesto, California. No, thank you. No. Des Moines, Iowa. No, thank you. Is Steve Douche write this? Dace? What did I call him? He's not Steve Douche. Steve Dace. He write this? Yeah, he did. Isn't that where he lives? Yeah, he does. Right. What number is he? Seventh. Whoa. Number seven. Downtown Des Moines. No. Too high. No, thank you. They, maybe 30. Melbourne, Florida. Sioux Falls, South Dakota. No, thank you. Do they not know that it's cold in this No, places? thank you. You can a median home price for one hundred forty-seven and thousand in Sioux Falls. No, I'll give you. I tell you what, I'll give you forty grand. Well, that's why it's so cheap because nobody wants to live there. One hundred forty-seven ain't cheap enough for Sioux Falls, Albuquerque, New Mexico. I mean, eh, that's a lot hot. of meth town. 
Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Eh. Yes. Grand Junction, Colorado. Eh. Cold. Number one. Right, here we go. Downtown. Here we go. The list. Hit me. The cities that are the most affordable downtowns Hit to me. live in an in and across the United States of America. Oh my gosh! Just say number it. one on the list of thirty. Billings, Montana. Where's that? No, seriously. Like I thought it was gonna be more like more vivid. I I, I feel like I got cheaped. I don't know if you got jeeped, but I mean, some people may have think they got they got jipped. But Billings, Montana, number one. Wow! Give me the numbers. Median home price: two hundred and eight thousand four hundred fifty dollars. Median rent: one thousand forty dollars. Monthly cost of utilities: one hundred twenty-seven fifty-one. Cost of monthly public transportation pass: twenty-eight dollars. Yeah, because Billings is you know, where are you going. Uh, code ranks number one on the list of affordable downtowns. The town itself is often looked as at the gateway to both the Little Bighorn Battlefield National Monument and Yellowstone Park. After being founded in 1882, the city acquired the nickname Magic City due to its incredible growth. For residents and visitors alike, the magic continues to the present day with rustic charm, scenic beauty, and plenty of outdoor activities. For about three days a year. Then the rest of the year, you're frozen or you're inside your home with the heat on. The population is only 109,000. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's a, a good sized town, but I mean, that's the same as South Bend, Indiana. We've got a guy running for president from there. Who? Pete Buttigieg. Oh, Putty Judge. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Did I go political there for a second? No, no we're no, done. No, no. Number one city. You just said it. Montana. Billings, Montana. Man. They notice it's not the mean streets. It's not the mean streets where Pat Gray is from. No way. That's not an affordable downtown. Most affordable. The best city is Billings, Montana. We are hurting in the United States of Billings, Montana. This is the most affordable downtown to live. Is that what Deadwood happened? Wow. No, Dead, Deadwood was up in the Dakotas, right? I think it was Montana. Hey. South Dakota, sorry. What did I say? Montana. What did I say? Yeah, you said Montana. Oh, that's what I thought. 